Welcome back to Having the Crack. Back in the building with Dave Anthony and Adam Kumas. We're back in. This is, is this the earliest one we've ever done? I think this is the earliest one we've ever done. Yeah. Did we do a 10.30? We did a 10.30 once. We're 10.45 today, guys, for those keeping score. But uh, There's nothing to anyone watching. Nah. I, I think we're, th we're probably quite early risers for comics. The no? Three, the three no, I don't know why you would assume that. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because no. we once had Steve McLean on, and we, we, had, to, I don't remember, we had to do... Lovely man, Steve. We had to do like 11 a.m. Mm. And he was like... He seems like an Oh, he hated it. Really? Yeah, I mean, he talked about it on the pod. He was like, I don't know why you boys are doing this. I, I, hate, I hated every minute of it, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we had this, and he tried to garner sympathy by being like, oh, you know, I'm working on Jack. was like, that's the way to win, win the viewers over, like, talking about how, how you have to be out of bed at, like, fucking 10. And it's a real hardship. <laughs> but this, this isn't that early. This isn't really early. I, I, I wouldn't say this I mean, is, like, an early rise. Yeah, mm. I guess so. Mm. I mean, I, I, I'm never normally up this early. Like I'd be in bed normally by now. I uh, get up at nine, but I don't leave the bed until like eleven thirty. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. It's not. But I, you know, I just You're aging rapidly. Okay, so <laughs> that's gonna really affect you in later life, Dave. No, it's fine. That's <laughs> <laughs> like my dad. That's yeah. Fine. Yeah, yeah. What's that big fucking bulging? Yeah. Bulge in yeah. Smash cut to Dave's wheelchair. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what um, moles? God. Yeah. Well, uh, so we have, we we sent a few little things around mm -hmm. to to chat about. Yeah, uh, you were quite intrigued by the the Anheuser Busch thingy. Yes. Yeah. So for, for the story there is it's Pride Month today, mm -hmm. right? And there's a big debate happening in America at the minute about what brands are going to do for it because in the in the light of Anheuser Busch losing a shitload of cash. Well, I said they lost a shitload of cash. They lost a big amount of their stock price, which isn't oh. necessarily the same thing, but. Yeah, and part of Anheuser Busch is it is it is Bud Light in that? Yeah, so Bud Light is this is because I worked on it. I know mm. the detail of it. Bud Light is eighteen percent of all beer sales in America. It's That's like mad. It's huge. That. They're popular, and it's like three hundred and fifty million. You're selling to twenty, almost like a sixth of like. Oh, it's massive. Such a trash beer. And it's do you know what though? It's you know like when you're on holiday mm. and you have like a shitty look. You have like a. Uzo in Greece or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like... Careful what I'm yeah, not free. That's what, was, that's what I was looking yeah. at. I was like... That's really you know fucking, Uzo, right? Yeah, this dirty <laughs> fucking liquid. <laughs> this dirty horrible uh, uh, place. Uh, no, to be fair, Uzo's mid. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty not not great. But when you're on holiday, you're drinking, mm. it's great. Yeah. Bud Light is like that. If you're in a sports bar in America, yeah. I don't think you really want anything else. Yeah, you don't want anything with character, do you? No. It's, you just yeah, want light and easy. It's just it's suitable for the sort of surroundings you're in. Exactly. Yeah. It's weird when they, you're in a they trash sell like loads over here. You're a trash person, you're drinking trash beer. Yeah. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's the campaign yeah. they should have gone with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Garbage people. Not like like cultured people like Adam Kumas. Oh, I, who, I'm not cultured. <laughs> no, I, I'm definitely not cultured. <laughs> What's the equivalent of cool, uh, Bud Light over here? Probably like Carling or something. Stella. Carling. No, Stella, oh, they went no, all fancy. Right. It's it, fucking Carling. It is Carling, it is Carling. isn't it? Yeah. I, I haven't really seen... Who drinks Carling anymore? Well, not us, because we're cultured. No. Yeah. You know. Cultured people. You go into Weatherspoons, when we, we do quite often. I, I don't know. When we when we were kids, like Carling sponsored all of the festivals and stuff yeah. like that. It was like a much bigger thing. T totally. Yeah. But I think that worked in culture at the time, because it was like... Um, uh, Britpop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that kind of thing. I keep trying to bring that back. I know. I'd be up for it. I'd be up for wearing a, a tie over the collar. That was a fun look. I think you made yeah, it clear that, that you'd be happy wearing pretty much. <laughs> yeah, t-shirt and jeans really rolling the fucking. No, yeah. what's <laughs> on the t-shirt? Do you want to show? Yeah, who's on the fuck's oh, on today? Steve Harvey, the man. Yeah. What, yeah. A, what a crazy thing to get! I should just wear entirely the same <laughs> clothes every single day. Yeah, it's not like it. <laughs> uniform, yeah, saves in time. Like uniform, you. yeah. Yeah, it is. Thank yeah. You. This is lack of, of queuing, lack of thought on. Uniform yeah, it's, choices. It's, it's uh, to avoid decision fatigue. That's the um, decision fatigue. Yeah. The real thing. That's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, look, because if I did, if I didn't do it, what's decision fatigue? <laughs> you get tired of making decisions all the time. Are you? Is that what you are? You're tired of making decisions all well, the time. Well, no, because I don't have to decide what I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole point, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't wait in a queue. I actually saw we'll a bunch decisions. of queues on uh, yesterday over the weekend, and I just oh, I felt like sending it to you guys. <laughs> like, it's not working. She had. <laughs> that was that was last week's rant. It's fine. Let's move on. Uh, but yeah, so the Bud Light thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 interesting because all these so 
Bud Light and Target now. So Target, a big shopping store in America, they've had their employees have been tar- targeted by mm. right-wing people coming to stores, trying to tear down pride things. Mm. So now it's the first time, I think in probably like I don't know, a decade, that companies are rethinking their strategy. Because I, 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 I remember when you shared the article, I was reading it, and apparently part of the reason why that happened was there was a false video going around yes. saying there was a uh, a tuck friendly swimsuit or something or clothes for children, which for children, for children yeah. a tuck friendly thing. Now, if you don't want to know what tuck friendly is, just, <laughs> just Google it. Uh, it's just quite funny. And I was like, oh, okay. And I was a bit like, just oh, is that the reason why? And yeah, it, yeah. I think it was. It was also is a comedian I think called Dave Smith who started that. Oh my god! It, but he did it. He did, he did Dave Smith from the Legion of Skanks. That the very same. <laughs> oh the one of the very same. Up. Yeah, but he did it seriously. Oh. But yeah, he 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 later, later realized he fucked up. But yeah, that was that that was the reason, like a kid kid grooming thing. But as, as somebody who's like sat in all those marketing meetings every year, thinking about what you're gonna do for Pride, yeah, it is a tricky. I can understand why brands are rethinking it because, like, it used to be such a simple decision. It was like you you just do it. You just absolutely yeah, support they, it as they hard as you anyone, can. Anyone gay or from that community to buy their stuff? I, w- I went to yeah. London Pride one time. I used to go to Brian Pride every year when we were growing up. So mm. It's real fun. Uh, isn't that, that's just all year round in Brighton, isn't it? No, no, it's very homophobic of you to say that. Uh, Brian- <laughs> <laughs> what, to say Brighton's got a lot of gay people in there? It's got a lot of everyone in there. No, except for non-white people. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of all the variations of white people in there. Yeah. Every colour yeah. of the that rainbow. That is gay. I was say, <laughs> ironic for a rainbow time. Yeah. <laughs> every every colour of that white rainbow. Um, no, Brighton's hugely gay. White has all the colours in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's very gay, but it's uh, it's just very queer in general. But it was always much more like like Brighton Pride always used to be much more um, like just communal with the whole city getting involved. It's mm. a bit more like a festival now. Uh, but then London Pride, I went to it one year and then I was like, I'm never going to this again. This is way too weird. It's like the parade was just different companies. Yes. It's just like, it's the Tesco one is all the gay people yes. who work at Tesco. Yeah. And then there's the M&S one is all the gay people, there's gay people who work at Vodafone. Yeah. And, and there's no normal people in it, really, from what I can tell, mm-hmm. or at least the bit I watched. But the funniest one was one of them was just a flatbed truck mm. painted black and green, not even rainbow. Mm. And then on the back of the flatbed truck, no no gay people on the back of it, just a car, just a black and green <laughs> car. Oh, that's so funny. They're <laughs> <laughs> like, not even bothering yeah. to put anyone on it or anything. It's, and not, it's even not, not even the right colours. <laughs> no. It's like, yeah, gays like cars, right? <laughs> it's a fucking car. <laughs> which, 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 buy which, the car, yeah. you queens. <laughs> like, sure. Buy the fucking yeah. car. Well, gay people do like cars. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. on the one hand, you're like, oh, it's quite, it's really, it's good in a way that like all these big companies are like, Showing their support, making people feel included. But it's not about that, though, is it? I don't think. No, it's no. not about that at all. No, it's not. It's... I, I think on the surface, you're right. Yeah. But I also just think, like, just less. I wish they would just be honest. Like, instead of like doing the the pride flag, if companies was like, it's June, we want gay people to buy our shit this month. Yeah. Um, we support you. I mean, we did when we support you every other month of the year. Yeah. We're not saying it. We're not anti. Yeah. Um, but we just want a few extra sales and we want to hop on this bandwagon yeah. to buy our stuff. Yeah, and then that would be it's it. It's kind of rock and a hard place, isn't it? Because if they didn't do anything one year, everyone would be like, why are you not doing it? And, like, you know, and that's, you know, and that's it feels the, a bit odd. And that's the debate. You, that's what used to come up every year. Yeah. Every year you'd be like, is this the right use of the budget? Are we Should we do this? Da, da, da. And it was like, if we don't do it, Everyone yells at you, but yeah. then it does feel like cynical lip service just to it is fucking put a... Of course it is, yeah. But I don't agree with the idea that there. everyone has to mm. go, why have you not done anything? Can you imagine if one yeah. company just decided to ignore Christmas one year? Everyone would be really confused by it. No, I think people would... If, if actually, even worse. Pride's not Christmas. Pride's no, way more not. fun than Christmas. It's, 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 it's a lot more <laughs> you fun. You don't get gifts on Pride, do you? I haven't got any <laughs> gifts yet. If everyone wants to get me a can, Pride gift, then just... It, it depends if you're a giver or a receiver. Adam, we could definitely get you some Pride gifts. Thank you. That's Actually, next week we'll bring you some pride gifts. That's what this is all about. This is just about me getting gifts. Okay. Yeah. No, I think yeah. I think people wouldn't give a shit if somebody didn't acknowledge Christmas because you'd, they'd be spending time mm. at home with their family having arguments and they wouldn't be thinking. All right. Anyone, has anyone checked Pepsi? Right. Can Harris? you imagine if American mm. company didn't acknowledge Martin Luther King Day or like Black History Month? Well, this is well, this is well. You raised a really interesting point. So, does everyone remember before Dave Chappelle got, got a bit nuts in the last two or three specials he did? Mm. His original point oh, about <laughs> yeah, his original by my nuts. I mean, telling the truth. <laughs> uh, but he, he, his original point was black people in America have been trying to get these rights for ages, mm. and the LGBTQ community seems to have gotten a lot faster. And that's an interesting mm. dynamic in American culture, mm. which I think is quite an interesting point yeah. because of what you just said. 
I've I've worked in advertising for 15 years, sat in New York agencies for five years. I've never once had a debate about what should we do for Martin Luther King Day. I've never once had a debate about yeah. like is Black History Month the right time. No, no one's like fighting to spend budget on that. On that? Yeah, because it's not the hot topic. People are over it now. But during Pride Month, it's like yeah, we'll you're get, gearing we'll get, up for it because it's the, it's the new kid on the block. I think like I feel like some I can't remember where I read it, but it was the the idea of like back in the 90s, it seemed to be like everybody wanted to emulate. Uh, black artists or black mm. culture and it, you you know you saw a lot of stuff maybe some of it was innocent some of it was a bit more nefarious but the idea it was cool to sort of um hijack black culture and i don't even necessarily agree with that i think culture's culture if it's spread don't say it's appropriated just somebody's embracing mm. it and now it's just we've moved on from that and everyone's embracing gay culture you know lgbt uh, lgbtqia plus mm -hmm. to be specific so, I, don't, I don't know if that holds up I think it does. Yeah, uh, I think gay culture was always pretty, pretty prominent as well. No, not in the nineties. Yeah, it was. Nothing, you just nothing, didn't nothly outwardly know that's what it well, was. You, <laughs> well, you, you make your, you make your case because I, I, I know what you mean, but you yeah, well, dance dance music was pretty popular in the nineties. Dancing was pretty gay. In dance the 90s. dance music. <laughs> dancing was pretty gay. Dance, but dance dance it was music. It my day, did it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like dance music as like a subculture became like massively popular in the late eighties and early nineties. That's yeah. all from gay culture. Mm. Like it, it's loads of stuff in it. You I just think it was. Gay culture is less prevalent today than it is. No, I think it's about the same. I think I think like it's about the same. Yeah, I think most pop culture movements in in the West, in particular, pretty much always come from black and gay movements, and most of them black and gay together. But I think maybe there's the, not an open embrace of it back then. I feel like yeah, there were a lot of gay people in in uh, movies and in society, but they probably wouldn't have come out. Like yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's that's very. But I don't yeah. think there's been like a shift. I just think it's been uh, more I, open. I, th I think there's been a shift. shift. Sang, go uh, jump in. Yes, sorry to jump in, but as a neutral party, uh, seeing as like a they them, yeah, go on. As as a they them with my haircut i do see like it's pronounced I, asian <laughs> it's, it's lee kim you can't tell the difference between them between gays and asians it's okay it's okay um but like yeah like uh, uh there like um there was like uh like a faster acceptance of like the lgbtq community as opposed to like the um, african-american community uh from what i've observed growing up there so i, mm. I kind of agree with um tom because it, it just it's just like super quick and um while uh racism against like black people is still like continuous so in mm. that sense i think i, ca I can understand their sentiment mm. uh and everything um so like yeah that's the one point i wanted to say i and um thank you sang our um resident gay expert i, <laughs> I, uh, I, I do why did we throw to sag on that one huh? he, put, he put his hand up really politely oh, okay. Really nice. <laughs> okay i thought kumas <laughs> just decided to no, say. No, no, no. No, no, no. it's like my, my ingrained I'm i mean middle class politeness i saw something that happened i was like yeah, absolutely <laughs> no i think i do I, I i have this really fascinating idea i i, I would love to see in a society like maybe in 10 20 years from now that everything whether it's race sexuality or anything else it's so open and prevalent that you don't even need months for anything anymore it's just like oh yeah of course mm. you don't need to have a gay pride month you can have a gay year if that's what you want like it doesn't need yeah. to be i don't think i think like the progression is the reason why we're having these months is because historically we, these groups have been put down yeah right yeah and i think now we're trying to give them a light and i think there's even there's prominent people in the black community i think oh. was it uh, is it was it i think morgan freeman and i also believe denzel washington basically they have said, yeah they've sort of said i don't want i don't want black history month let's just have black history don't segregate these to one what are, what are all the other months at the moment are they all they're white month white month no but i mean know, if they, they're they, the best they've been all given to other groups yet not yet. Are some uh, of them no, available? No, no. Oh, but no, in, the, in the in an ideal society, can you society, look up a list of all of the? No, don't because I've done this saying, and it's like Only every American day ones. there's a there's a fucking day. Yeah, there is. There's every day. I think we should celebrate Puerto Rican Day parade uh, day here. I think we should do that. We should it's have a Puerto Rican Day parade. It's a fun parade. It, it looks like fun. In an ideal society, there's no months or Pride days or anything. It's just yeah. everyone's proud, and there's no there's no need to promote promote acceptance. Or there's, there's more of them, and it's just a constant carnival throughout the year. Okay. Well, that does sound fun. Yeah. Hang on, I can't, I can't read great. it from there. Cool. Read them out to me. Okay, uh, so... Uh, have they got one for every month? Uh, yeah, it's, okay, February is African American Black History Month, obviously, and then Women's History Month is March, oh, yeah. and then Arab American Month is April. What's then, January? I'd never hear about that one. Yeah. No. What's that one? I guess that was Arab American History Month. Well, they couldn't do, well, they couldn't, they couldn't do it in September, <laughs> could they? You didn't <laughs> like that one. <laughs> so specific. <laughs> <laughs> so specific. It's not even that one. It's, it's oh, Arab American. Yeah, right, right. I draw the line of the Arabs getting involved. It's not even Arab month. It's American Arab. I wanted the American one specifically because they're good at this sort of stuff. What, making just fucking G Giving months to things oh, and all that yeah. sort of stuff. <laughs> we do it a bit lacklusterly, but we don't really go for I'm, that. I'm, 
glad. What's We're the other ones we got? Uh, in April and June, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer Pride Month. Okay, um, I don't yeah, realize they had their own ones. I think we got June though, isn't that? That's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, oh, that's it's June. just Pride. It's June. Okay, yeah, right. it's June. Okay. Essentially, uh, yeah. yeah. And then Asian Pacific Heritage Month is May, mm. and then Jewish American Heritage Month is May. And then Hispanic Heritage Month is from September 15th to October. Can we get this on a calendar? We'll just put it up. Wait, how many? So, so they get like split between the month? Uh, yeah, Why? I don't know. Because they're Jewish. I don't know. You're trying what? to put logic and sense into this. It's not It's not nonsensical. That doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Oh, I, I, it says Hispanic Heritage Month is from September 15th to October 15th. Probably right. because they're late all the time, so they. <laughs> oh wow! Sorry, I also think you've I also think you've attached you the wrong up slur. On the screen every time you say something that like that. True? He's not yeah. white. I think <laughs> I, no, I, I had one. Are Hispanic had, people late to things? I had one Hispanic friend tell me that you know Mexican girls are like always. I think she's an expert, so like she said, like she's <laughs> she gets late. For those of you who can't see, Sang's trying to dig himself out right now. No, 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 no. How no, dare you? Ironically, fine. something Mexicans excellent. That's, that's what I mean. You, you, you've, 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 I think you've attached the wrong prejudice, because that's yeah. that, like an incredible, that known for an incredibly hardworking, <laughs> industrious American dreamy. Tom's doing yeah, the PC when they get part there. of Cool, huh? When they get there, I when would get there. tax free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If anyone's offended, my name's Adam Kumas. So. <laughs> <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> <I> imagine <laughs> secretly plotting Sang's death in the corner. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think we're, we're all gets. Interesting. So I was I was hanging out with my uh, it's my nephew's birthday yesterday, mm. and I was hanging out with him. Mm. Uh, we took well, we were like a day of fun in town. It was, really, it was really nice, really wholesome. But I noticed in my head how many times, if you if you were parenting your child to be like, there is no gender, there is no. Mm. I realized in a child's day, <laughs> how many times that would come up if that really was your stance. Yeah, a bit of an effort, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I think it's just a bit of an effort. Well, it, it, I think, yeah. As, as, it, as in, as in, like, is it how many times gender would come up? Yeah. So, like, and I didn't think about this until you spend like a dedicated time with. with so it's like, which bathroom do I use, Uncle Tom? Literally, because we're walking, in, we're in a is Pizza he a Express. Can you do he's a boy. Oh, yeah, he's a boy. We he's, use, the, use the men's one then. But the the sign was weird. The sign was kind of like. Oh, it was when they try to make it cute. Yeah, they tried to make it cute, like and he was like, which one do I? Yeah, I and he was like, why do I use that one? And I, I said, because you're a because you're a boy. Boys going this one. Yeah. And obviously, like that's kind of that's how I was raised. I think that's how most people are still probably being. Well, I think you should, yeah. But I, I do as well. But I, just, I, I didn't even clock. I didn't even clock how. The only time uh, it's acceptable going to the female toilet is if you're a child and you feel and your mum. You know, sometimes when the mums take their babies with them in the like a toddler in the in the female toilet, yeah. it's a safe space. Yeah, totally. Because if you go into the man's toilet, some shit might happen if he's in there by himself, and that's the reason why we need the separate toilets. <laughs> Yeah, but I, th I think I think there's a, there's a line to say like, look, there's sometimes you've got uh, you know you've got different toilets and some people want to identify as other things. So it's fine. It is fine. Of course it's fine. It, I, yeah. I, I wasn't really observing what's right and wrong. I was more thinking like it comes up a lot. I'd never thought about how much it came up. I, like, I, like during the day, I didn't yeah. realize how much it came up. I think up. I'm definitely getting older and bigoted because I feel like if I if I, if for example, I was crossing the road and then like somebody was like, oh, I said, oh, you know, you crossed the green man. Someone's like the green person. I'm like, oh no. So that came up because we walked past Fargo Square and you know they've got the um yeah, they, the different yeah, symbols. They put them out for a couple of years and, ago and they never my, them down. my nephew went, why isn't that a green man? And I said, well, or because it means both men and women can cross. And a guy. <laughs> before, before <laughs> it was never allowed. <laughs> it was only men. Women, you stay on that side of the road forever. <laughs> That's the rules. <laughs> we lost the vote. We have to keep this. God. And a guy, a guy like with a, with a nose ring and long hair, gave me like a dirty look. Because you. Because I, because I, I said it was just, I said men and women, yeah. and because it's got men, women, and trans symbol. But the guy with the long hair and nose ring should be into that, no? Well, it wasn't a pride because he got it wrong. I got it wrong. Oh, but I'm like in that moment. Am I supposed to explain to my five-year-old nephew no, trans what all that or... is? Because it is actually that. Because it's not. It's just. And, and maybe I am, but I was just like, I no, didn't. You're not. I, I, I didn't I, yeah. So it means not. He's so not. He's, he's your, not my kid. Your main priority is making sure your nephew knows when it's fucking safe to cross. Yeah. And that's all it is, and you don't need to go into that yet. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, I'm not. I'm not advocating for like which one's right or wrong. I just didn't. I wasn't prepared for taking a child out all day. Being like, oh, I guess if I was really trying to. So you're you're a better. What is that guy giving you a day? Look, what's his problem? Oh, I, he's I just he stands there every all to day. Be fair, actually, he might not have even been about that. He might have just been looking at you, and he just has that look on his face. No, <laughs> true. Like true. Nah, because uh, yeah, I I kind of give people weird looks. And yeah, I know. You should really. I just got a weird yeah. look on my face. Yeah, exactly. It could have been that. See, you. I think you're 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 a better you're a better uncle in that scenario because I think if I was if I was taking. <laughs> 
um, like a nephew or, or one of mine, and then they were like, "Oh, why is that? Uh, why is that not a green man?" I'd be like, "Oh, they've got a stupid symbol for this one, or whatever." It, is. <laughs> it just, I wouldn't even, and it, it doesn't even need to be a particular symbol. It could be anything. It's yeah, a yeah, circle. Yeah. I'd just be like, "Ah, oh, don't worry about it. It's safe. It's green cross. Yeah. Just make sure you look left and right." I wouldn't even acknowledge it. Yeah, and I did, he could, you can learn about that later. I don't. What's that to. symbol about? Oh, they just live in defiance of God laws. Don't worry. About <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. I just would. I just. Wouldn't, I wouldn't use that as an opportunity. I'd just be like, do you know what? Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like uh, it, because it's like they're asking the ex- exception to the rule. Yeah. Almost. Exactly. Yeah. Saying why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're better than me for even having that consciousness. <laughs> I wouldn't even put it out. Like I remember once, my mum my was very dismissive when I asked her questions. Sometimes, like I remember once when I was a kid, like all these kids would like talk about um, wanking, mm-hmm. right? and I, I must have been like six, didn't know what the hell it was. I remember just going to my mum like, "Mum, what's wanking?" She goes, "Oh, it's just when people play with their dicks." <laughs> and it was off like that. And in my head, as my six-year-old head, I literally thought like, you know, like when you're a kid, you got like little toys, you're like. I was literally imagining like, so like, why would somebody do that with their dick? That's bizarre. And then I just never found out for seven years. I didn't wow. do anything. I was just like, I just never questioned it. I was like, oh, that's what it meant. So she didn't lie, but she kind of lied. So I love the idea that you thought playing with dicks was like, oh, fighting him. Yeah, He's I was like, it's, it's limited to one location. Is, I can't dress it up. Hey guys, do you want to wait together after school sometimes? Like, yeah, well, it was just, it was just one of those things. with my toys after but she school. Just, she just said it. So she, and I was like, you didn't lie to me but you also just didn't give me much context was like, oh, I, was, I, was I was like oh okay it's like that lucy k joke about the bag of dicks yeah like yeah, are they yeah. standing all up are they in there like yeah, sausages exactly so, <laughs> that's the way to parents sometimes because kids ask a lot of fucking questions as someone who's worked with kids everything's a question and you can you can you gotta remember because they're like sponges yeah and they were like with from, kids uh just before before i started doing stand-up yeah what were we doing I was a teaching assistant for kids with uh, special educational needs. Oh, shit. Yeah. I know, you know, I never, never heard you talk about that before. Oh, I yeah, I, I did. I've yeah. heard you mention that once. I knew you worked, uh, you worked in advertising before that, didn't you? Uh, yeah, very briefly, somewhere. very briefly. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you were doing that. Yeah, I did a lot. How I did a lot. Doing that? Huh? How long were you doing it? Uh, about a year and a half. Oh, shit. Yeah. Look at that. I, I found a newfound respect for Adam Kuma. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. I was alien. I, I respect something about you. I was, I was the cool teacher as well because I got all the lingo. And like, <laughs> like, nice. they, like they were like, because all, all it was quite easy as well. By the way, being because I worked in a primary school, yeah. I was pretty much like the only dude in that primary school. So like, and they've got no male, uh, male role models in the school. So like, suddenly they're like, Mr. Oh, no. Kumas, Mr. Kumas. A bunch of disabled kids whose only male no, role no, no, model no, no. is it was Adam ma- well, Kumas. It's, it was a mainstream school. So <laughs> I worked Christ. I worked what in a, a bunch I w- of little disabled <laughs> psychos. First of all, uh, SEN. Don't be so rude. Uh, but I worked in a, I worked in a specialist school briefly, yeah. which was so intense. And then I worked in a mainstream school. And then when you went to a mainstream school and you worked, which is basically just a regular school with kids who've been diagnosed, which is very different to going to a specialist school, right? right. With with that, because they're they're a lot more severe. Um, so yeah, it just just being just being the one guy, and I had like twenty. Year, I was twenty years younger. This was my early twenties. Twenty years younger than most people. The teachers mm. like yeah like they they could talk to me i when they when somebody was like i don't know just little things i remember one of the t- uh, one of the kids was like sir matthew's twerking at me and then the other teacher was like what what like didn't know what the hell it was she didn't know she was in her fucking 50s and i said matthew stop trying to be like miley cyrus and then the whole class was like laughing oh my god mr kubas knows what it is and i was like yeah i fucking watched this video it's a great video (laughs) (laughs) it's like crowd work excellent (laughs) by the way kids are the fucking funniest people on the planet like i used to think kids were little fucking idiots like i you know when you see like a little kid running around eight eight years old you're just like are they morons when you actually speak to a kid they are so fucking insightful. And you go, oh, yeah, that's kind of, you know, when you were eight years old, because you didn't yeah. feel like an idiot at eight. You felt yeah, like you knew yeah, the world. Yeah, You're yeah. like, actually, they do have a lot. I yeah. was also a teacher, a kindergarten teacher, and like I taught like, you know, various ages as well. So yeah. Kids are the best, man. Like, yeah. You, um, they, Ter- terrifying as well, though, because those insights are so. They stick with you. They're so clear. One or two things. Like, yeah. I remember, and I think that's because I was very conscious as, as a TA working with them. I was very conscious, like, don't say the wrong shit or don't be flippant about things because that might just stick with them for the rest of their life. Because mm. I had things like that. Like, I remember, like, one of my... Even, like, I remember this te- teaching assistant, she was, like, saying... Um, she was she taught me something about grammar and it was like, oh, the posture after the S means it belongs to someone in every case, in every case. And that's not true. It's not every mm. case. Sometimes it's just an abbreviation of it is. Yeah. And I, that stuck with me for ages. And I was like, she didn't know what the fuck uh, she was talking about. Mate, like, I, bad I, teaching assistant. I have one of those, but it's my dad, not a teacher. Right. So when we were my brother playing rugby, 
well, I'm talking about from Mobile, but it's maybe like 13, 14. Mm -hmm. I was like, I've got a sore hamstring. And my dad says, you don't get hamstrings till you're 18. <laughs> and I thought he meant. Wait, where did he get that? I from? thought he meant like a wisdom tooth. Yeah. yeah like it grows. Like what he meant was when you're that age, you're too supple, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. I got me, I got picked for a, a Yorkshire team, a representative rugby team. It's a really big deal. I'm in there with all these like guys, like big dudes, and I'm trying to like fit in. <laughs> and one of the guys goes down with a bad hamstring tear. And you're trying to like be tough and stuff. And I leaned over to, leaned over to someone and went, Fucking faking that. You don't get hamstrings till you're 18. <laughs> <laughs> and if, you, if you've ever been in a sports oh environment. Oh my God. They must have ripped your heart. Mate, I thought I just mentioned it to one guy, like, you know, I got some inside skinny. And he goes, I'm going to fucking mean it. And never guess what this dickhead just said. <laughs> Say it again. Say it for the group. Say it loud. Oh like, my God. I was like, he, he doesn't, he doesn't, hasn't got, hasn't, hasn't got hamstrings till he's, till, 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 till he's 18. Just non-stop laughter. Oh my god! Yeah, nickname was nickname was the doctor for a while. Yeah, that was. <laughs> that's that fucking hilarious. Couldn't really recover oh. from that one. Yeah, I, I told my dad, and he was like, "When did I say that?" Of course, because for he, him, he didn't yeah. think that. Yeah. Oh my god, it's, it's so funny. Like, I feel like that. That we're gonna have a lot more of that because we were. That was probably around the age pre. You would just Google everything. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. Whereas now, kids are today. They're like. They will still fact check everything. There's no more guessing involved. It's just like Google. It's I don't really funny them. when you think about how like everyone before the internet just like had no fact checking whatsoever. No. So yeah. like, even if they thought they knew a load of shit, and it's like you know absolutely nothing. Like, they, <laughs> like I feel like if so we were limited. if we were forty years older, you would have been a leader somewhere. I would have been a leader. Because you talk in a way that you like, you know a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. And you don't know that much. No, no. <laughs> you talk not. with confidence. Yeah. And I would, I would. Follow don't you. need to know a lot of shit. You just need to know one or two things and just have enough and intelligence the rest to fix the gaps in yeah. between. Yeah. 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 You can just fill the rest in yourself. <laughs> and you know what? I'm usually right. <laughs> I feel like you saying that with a Steve Harvey shirt is perfect as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's classic. Yeah, have you, ever, have you ever watched any of his like motivational speeches? Oh yeah, I love Steve Harvey. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, he's great. Yeah, he's the best. He's genuinely like I I I put him uh I put him above Bernie Mac, but people don't like that. Really? I think so. I don't know. There's a lot of time I listen to Bernie Mac, and I'm like, if you wrote this down, it's not really that well constructed. It's just kind of getting off with like charisma right. and character. But with Steve Harvey, I mean, he's unbelievable. But he gets, he's the king. But he gets, doesn't he get, am I, am I getting this wrong? On the Kings of Comedy tour, doesn't he kind of, kind of, kind of get blown out of the water by the other three? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm yeah. not saying he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like consistently. Like yeah. I enjoy watching his videos more than I do any of the others. Uh, right, for sure. But like in he's, terms of us. He's terms a bit of a, about, the, about the Afghanistan war. and saying like. I think I know that one. He's, he's talking about how like, at the beginning, it's this really heartfelt bit about how they, they only send like young, poor people out to fight. Yeah. And he's saying, because if you send guys like me, Ain't gonna go the way you think it's gonna go. I'm killing everybody. <laughs> and, then, and then he's just miming, kicking in doors and killing women and children. Oh, God. <laughs> For like, and it, like three or four minutes, just going, yeah. kapow, kapow. It's great. Mm. It's the best. Yeah. It's one but of the greatest bits of stand I've ever not, created. It's not quite, I ain't, I ain't scared of you motherfuckers, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, it's, uh, it's fun to. You ever, you ever yell that at an audience? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 I did it once uh, like a really. It was a cafe mode night. Oh, <laughs> that is the place to do it. <laughs> just, I just, you know, sometimes when it's like seven or eight people oh, down there yeah. and, they, oh and they'd been dicks the whole time, yeah. they'd been absolute dicks. Yeah. And I just thought, if nothing else, it's to make the comics in the back. Oh, my God. Yeah. Laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I wore my I wore my trousers with, with, with my face on them. And yeah. The whole the whole <laughs> full Benny <Bernie> Mac, <laughs> full Benny Mac. Jeez, because that that set's crazy though. Because that set is not that, that's probably the best example of like if you some of them some of them isn't doesn't even make sense. Yeah, I've I've read the transcript. I've so, I, so I've, I was going to look up the transcript. Yeah. to see what he was actually saying. Yeah, him, and it's, it's all vibe stuff. I, it's I vibe, yeah. mostly gibberish. It's, like at points. I think the only thing that rivals that for me is the uh, Philadelphia thing with Bill Burr. Yeah. When he's like, oh, therefore, is it 15 minutes or something? Yeah. 20. 11 minutes. 11 minutes left. And he's like, fuck you guys. I hope you get cancer of the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope the Eagles win nothing. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You brought down my rare out. I, I don't know if I could. I couldn't do that. Like, at least not at this level. Like, I, yeah. Well, isn't that the thing of, 
it's so funny his career because he, he's like 11 years in at that point or 12 years in or something maybe, I he's younger, but yeah. ma ma maybe longer mm. and that's the thing that put him on the map that's the thing that got like opie and anthony wanted him on after yeah. that and i think it was it, it's that thing of isn't it like he had that cataclysmic moment mm. and then already on opie and anthony at that point he went yeah. into the uh stratosphere, stratosphere. at that point I, and i feel like yeah you're right that's the sort of thing where you if you've got that launch pad a bit like you know, like it's like you know when uh, Daniel was it Daniel Craig got bombed. Like he was already a big movie star. But yeah, that catapulted him. Yeah, and I think it's like well, if you've got your body of work behind you and you've got all that, then you're you're off to the race. You're ready, yeah, yeah. I think everyone has that. I mean, Mark Norman's got a story of like he was bombed. He bombed in New York for like four years straight. Mm. Just wow. just couldn't get anywhere. And then in one night, someone he was doing a bar show and someone did the Seinfeld theme song as he walked up. Oh. And it was like, because everyone was like, he's just doing a bad Seinfeld. Like, oh, yeah. like that's what Mark does. Mark, yeah. it, was, it was known for being a shitty Seinfeld ripoff act. <laughs> and he went nuts on the guy. Oh. And he's like, he says like that broke his brain the right way. Oh. And he became himself after that. Wow. Yeah. Comedy. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that is, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Mm. So I think you probably need that, right? Because you need to like shake yourself out of whatever pretense you're hanging on to yeah. or whatever who, who else like hannibal burris got made famous after he exposed cosby yep yeah. that was it yeah that yeah. was the did you, did he was he was doing all right though no come he on was, but like he was I, doing theaters I, I saw hannibal burris live and, and and i followed like hannibal burris like a lot he already had a few specials in um mm. so he was as he yeah. liked to call it like medium famous that's what yeah. he called it yeah. yeah but then after that bill Cosby yeah he wasn't video, a household name yeah that's he what was not, he was that's not. what i'm saying that was yeah. that was yeah. the thing that, that takes you yeah. from yeah because like bill burr was a headliner he was yeah. touring he was just really everyone knew who he was yeah and i think that was i, I saw him on one of the i can't remember which roast it was it might have been like roast of james frank or something and hannibal burris was just sitting there and he goes the only reason why you're fucking here is because you exposed bill cosby and everyone's like laughing he goes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and what yeah. <laughs> would you think about how how wild because now it seems obvious that you would do that to but... expose people <laughs> yeah but that, that man in particular <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah if you know yeah for sure yeah yeah but at the time that, that was like big yeah because i think it was because it wasn't even supposed to be filmed was it somebody just recorded it and then just put it out and that was the yeah it was just on like a camera phone also in america bill cosby is just like next level legend how, like was a household name like yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, I rewatched Comedian recently, you know, the Jerry Seinfeld thing. Yeah, I haven't watched it recently. I actually I, watched I it again to. the other day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so it's so great. But that the scene where he's like idolizing Cosby and stuff, Ugh. and then that line he has where he says, "Where you've gone, that's where I want to go." <laughs> <You're> like, <"Whoa." laughs> oh no, hey, Jerry! Well, you know. Oh no, yeah, I know. Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you didn't know. I, I never found Cosby funny. I'm kind of happy that I never found him funny. I don't feel like I've lost anything. I never. I right. think I was a bit too young mm. to watch his stuff. Well, no, it wasn't. It wasn't on TV in this country. When yeah, we were kids. no, so I'd never seen any of it. I didn't watch it. Round to him, he was already a creep. Oh no, but mm. I, I, st I tried listening to some. I tried listening to like the famous albums when I was about 18 or 19, mm. and I, I just didn't get what was himself. Going. That's the big one. Yeah, isn't that, it? yeah. That, isn't that? And then a couple of like the earlier ones. And I, I didn't get any. Of I it. think he's like he's in that category of like Steve Martin for me, where people have done a, people have done versions of him since, and it's hard for us at our age because yeah. you've heard the versions. I do kind of love Steve Martin. I do love. Like, I like Steve Martin's movies, and I do love his autobiography, Born Standing Up. Yeah. yeah. Um, I say autobiography. I listened to it on an audiobook because I'm, I'm an idiot, <laughs> but like it's him reading it. Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't like it when people say, no, I no, read. No, 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 none of us would have questioned it. That's no, no, but I, it's important to me. I don't like I lying. Can, uh, do yeah. you not read at all? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, but I just don't want to, I don't want to say I read his autobiography when I listen to it. Yeah. Because I don't want to lie. Okay. Because I think a lot of people go, I read a lot of books. I'm like, you're just listening to fucking podcasts, dickhead. Yeah. Like, don't come out. I can't, I can't listen to audiobooks. I keep if trying. It's, if it, if, trust me, if it's the, them reading it, like for me, there's yeah, an extra level of authenticity. But he was describing, the thing I liked about his autobiography, Born Standing Up, is he's actually He's describing what stand-up was like in the early days back yeah. in the day. And I just remember listening to it and going, it's exactly the fucking same. It's exactly the same. The fucking shitty gigs you're doing, night after night, doing this, this, this. And you, and he was like, I, I got out of it eventually because mm. I didn't want to do it anymore. But I was like, I, it, it sort of resonated with me. And I was like, I'm so happy that it had the fundamental bits of stand-up, the grinding, the gigging, the doing this, the loneliness, all that sort of stuff. Mm. The, the relationships you develop and then they're, they're transient or ephemeral. Like Three people that do not speak English below a Moroccan pizza restaurant. Mm -hmm. That's the that. shit that makes you. Yeah. yeah it kind of does so. a bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I think that's why that book keeps coming back, doesn't it? For every, every, everyone who starts stand-up, it always works for them. I, need, I, need to, I, I do need to um, either read or listen to the Richard Pryor one. Because, uh, oh. yeah. Yeah. But I don't think he's reading it because he had MS by that point, I think. 
Yeah. Which is, as he called it, stands for more shit. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I never, do you know what? Honestly, I've never watched a full prior special. Really? No. I've seen all the big chunks from um, Live on the Sunset Strip. I've seen all all the big chunks. I probably have watched all of it, Mm. but I've never actually sat down to watch all of it. I was watching... um, if we just talk about specials we're watching today, I like this. This is nice. Go. I've been watching Mickey Flanagan's special. Have you seen it? Which one? The new one. Oh, no. It's fucking great. Oh, It's really? amazing. Yeah. I watched the Add Another one. Was that, his, that was his previous. It was called Add Another. Oh, Add Another Thing. I think it was called. Uh, yeah, I think there's there's two of them on With Netflix at the moment. Yeah. I watched both oh, of the ones okay. that are on Netflix at the moment. And I watched uh, two of Sean Locke's specials. I've been watching British stand-up. Sean Locke. Which is, is weird. I do not really ever watch British mm. stand-up Sean at Locke's all. Sean Locke's legend. I mean, yeah. Have, have you seen the one where he, he tells a final joke where the punchline is that he says, I'm not actually a comedian, I'm the Riddler. And then he takes off his suit and he's wearing a full Riddler costume underneath his <laughs> suit. <laughs> and he's been wearing it the entire time. <laughs> that shit's incredible. Yeah. No one does stuff like that anymore. Yeah. That's yeah. that's beautiful. Just and, th- and, it, and and it's apparently because he said he did it on ev- every day of the tour, and apparently a lot of the time it didn't work. No one laughed at <laughs> it. So he's just standing dressed as the Riddler <laughs> on stage with his dick available for everyone to see. It's like a tight lycra <laughs> costume. Oh, <laughs> that is that makes it more it's, admirable. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so much funnier to do that every time and have it completely bomb and just be like, "This is this is good. You yeah. don't get it, but this is really." But they funny. got it. They yeah. got it. They got. He caught the laugh on the special. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That's the main thing. Yeah. 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 No, it worked on the special, but it would have been almost. It would have been better if it didn't. I think. It would have <laughs> been so much better to then that's keep it in. Brain, no, it's, 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 definitely, so it's definitely better with the laugh, mate. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely for not. It would have been, I, I would have loved to have seen a version of that where he's killing for like. Because it's a long show. It's like a, all, of, all of those older specials, like an hour twenty minutes as well. And uh, I'd love it. He's like killing for an hour, 20 minutes. And then he does that final one and it just ends really awkwardly. You know what would have been great? Everyone's just staring at him the, like, why did you do the, that? You get the big pop, but then yeah. the, the post credit sequence, the thank yous, yeah. is just over and over and just over again, vomit. not working. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, great. Like Blackpool, winner, yeah. slough. The, the other reason I think specials were, were an hour and 20 is because you did them every twice a career. So it could be an hour and twenty, where no, it's I, like you're not. It's also, out I, this is I didn't realize years, this so. until I was going back and watching them because loads of them are on YouTube, uh, like all those like that sort of DVD era of British stand-up, right? Where everyone was just bringing out a DVD every year, mm-hmm. yeah, then playing a big old theater, and um, they all keep, great moneymaker though. They, oh yeah, but they all keep the um the, the uh what's it called uh, the encore. They all keep the encore, in. that's why they're all like an hour twenty minutes. They do like an extra mm. fifteen minutes on the end of it. And they typically and do their best, the like they're all like, like a greatest hits, fifteen minutes. Sometimes, the end. sometimes it's just it's just kind of like they just do a couple of extra bits. Yeah, but it's weird. To, I don't. It just looked really weird to keep that in. I, I did. I did like that. that. I remember. I remember when I first got the when I was this was a product teenager. Somebody got me the Michael McIntyre live and laughing. No, one of the early ones he did. Showman probably. Showman, yeah. I think yeah. probably. And then on there as an extra was his full live of the Apollo set, but it wasn't like twenty minutes live of the Apollo. It was nothing to do with the show. It was just him at the Apollo doing a whole show mm. and that the second show was actually the funnier show in my opinion oh. the, the the extra one that he did before and i just thought that's such a nice thing and i think like you don't really get that now oh, well, like, it's just taking out all of the uh the stuff that keeps it really clean and sleek and just yeah a bit more that's yeah the, the dvd i think there's an interesting parallel with movies as well because mm. dvds in comedy and movies are really good for like um two things nerds so like getting the extras and all that but second thing was you could become a cult following yeah because you didn't you didn't have to have a box office weekend in film yeah. and you didn't have to have a Netflix special that popped. Yeah. You could like slowly, slowly, slowly sell DVDs at your live shows, build it up, build it up, build it up. Yeah. And it had that long tail. And that yeah, because you could, like, if somebody goes, yeah, if, if somebody goes, oh, by the way, here's a DVD um, of this comic and it's like, oh, is it a couple of years old? Yeah, but you're probably going to watch it. That's, you're, you're going to watch it. Mm. Whereas if somebody goes, oh, do you want to watch that? Have you, have you watched that special that come out? You're, when was it? Oh, it came out a few months ago. But like, yeah. the hype's already gone. That's the move then. Yeah. Make DVDs. Well, y- you're about to like burn DVDs. I, I used to watch, on in, I, tell like, you what, yeah, I actually watch marker. less full specials now be because sweet. of, because of the lack of yeah. DVDs. I will like, because it's somebody goes, have you watched that new, I don't know, fucking, I'm, I'm going put drawing a blank now, but the, the new Jimmy Carr special. Have you watched the new Theo Von special? Yeah. I'm like, there's a thousand different specials. I don't, I'm not going to spend all, like, I got halfway through Ari Shafir's Jew and mm-hmm. I enjoyed it, but I just trailed off because I had something else to do and mm-hmm. I haven't gone back and watched the other half. Yeah. So there's, a, whereas I know for a fact, if somebody said, by the way, here's a DVD of this, watch it, I would have watched it immediately because I would have yeah. made an event of it. You're, you're also in a time period where you didn't have a phone. 
So you, yeah. weren't, you weren't like second screening and 100%. like, you're just like, this is what I'm doing for the next hour. I'm just doing this. What do you think about that in terms of it? That that's, that shift is, is that's never going to come so, back now. So I think you've got to be clever, clever about how you, you, I think you want to mimic the DVD thing. You want to mimic the effect, mm-hmm. but you have to find a new way. So I think Andrew Schultz has done loads of smart marketing things, but one of the things he did with his special, he put it on this website called Moment, mm-hmm. which I think Tom Segura had used and they did it like a pay-per-view fight. Yes to guarantee a certain level of traction, social media buzz and attention, then it was on available on the website to buy. Yeah. And then eventually it made its way to YouTube. Yeah. So he's done all three. Krista Stefano did a very interesting thing where he put 38 minutes of his special on Netflix, mm. another 20 minutes on his website. Yeah. So he broke it up for one thing, yeah. but he meant the casual fan got yeah. 30 minutes. Hardcore fans could go watch the, uh, the, yeah, that's the, the full Patreon special. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, th- I think it's interesting. Uh, you, obviously, we know about how Louis does it. Louis films it all himself, self-produces, puts on his website. That's the only way he can get it. Yeah. And I think that's good for Louis in terms of he's already got. A yeah, that movie. only works for him. Only works for him yeah. because yeah. he's already hit the highest highs, right? Yeah. Um, but for when you think about Schultz or even Chris Stefano, they're still going. How do I? I still need to market this. Yeah. There isn't that demand really for me, or at least I, I kind of still need to. I need to push this. Whereas Louis like, I know the value of my products. I'm going to put it out and it'll get a certain number of sales. Yeah. And that's the move. But I think, yeah, you've got to ride that. Yeah. I um. think I think it's interesting as well because a lot of the guys we're watching part of YouTube specials, they're probably like 12, 15 years in, a lot of them. Yeah. The ones that are successful anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they've built up a YouTube following of like, say, 60,000 followers, 100,000 followers, 200,000 yeah. followers. Yeah, yeah. So when you're releasing these things, you're not putting them into the void of the internet. There's like a group of humans who We're are actually like, engaged in who you are. Oh, yeah. we, I don't know why we weren't even uh, discuss this earlier. What, it looks like the Edinburgh Comedy Award is not happening so this year, <laughs> and so I think the entire thing's going to completely so collapse. So, around so, 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 go, so go into the detail yeah. because it's. Well, I don't, I don't really know that much detail about it. Oh, okay. Because I, 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 um, I had a few other comics were talking about it. I bumped into Tad on Thursday. Ah, the whole thing. Tad, about, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that made me very happy. <laughs> so you, so you, I want Tad to have the most successful Edinburgh in the year when it doesn't matter. Oh my yeah. God, he would hate that. Love that's, you, that's Tad. Why it would be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love you, Tad. <laughs> yeah. But that needs to happen. I fucking love Tad. Yeah, we'll love Tad. He, uh, Nothing yeah. but successful. So uh, is, I think is it is it Dave the TV channel? Yes. They're 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 basically saying we're not going to renew. We're not going to we're not going to put the money in. Yeah. Um. Because and I think they they obviously realise they're not getting as much exposure as they'd like. Um. I think they're sort of seeing the increasing irrelevance of the festival. Yeah. And they're thinking, well, our money could probably be better spent elsewhere. Um. Which is fascinating because I think obviously they can still have the award and just not have the prize money. And let's be honest, not you know, all ninety-nine fucking all the people who go to Edinburgh, none of them are gonna very only one person can win that award yeah. unless you're doing fucking Nanette and then they split it with her and John Robbins or whatever it was. But like for the most part, like that money's mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. And I just I I feel like it's a very important signifier to kind of go, it's now if if they can't get fun money from commercial businesses to sponsor an event, it really does put on the uh, it, it sort of like it's pulls dumb, the curtain baby. back. It's curtains. It's kind of, yeah, yeah it kind of just says, yeah. we, let's be honest, we've yeah, all yeah, been yeah. thinking this. Community's been thinking this for years. Yeah. It's too it expensive. Years. Everyone's been saying Everyone's it. been saying it, been saying it's too expensive. Yeah. It's it's no longer meritocracy. It's only for those who could afford to do it. Because you see how much some of these rooms charge. Um, and you just kind of go, oh, they can't even afford, they can't even attract businesses to get here. And everyone's going on these little, uh, get their little trains or the flights up to Edinburgh to sit in front of critics from London. And you're normally from London yeah. or other around the country. You think this is a, it's a sham. Everything's got to fall apart. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the other thing, the festival will be thinking from their standpoint, they don't, they won't want to run it for free because if they run it for free this year, mm. they'll never be able to charge for it 100%. Yeah, ever again. So it's either it runs with a sponsor or it doesn't. They must be run. absolutely fucking shitting them. There's an easy solution yeah. to this. <laughs> <laughs> What's I, the easy solution? So I, I looked into it. I was thinking about it. I was like, how do we, how do they? Because it's only ten grand, right? You know, how do they do it? And I was like, well, there's ten thousand shows on at Edinburgh, at least. Okay, it's probably a bit less than that. But the point is, there's a lot of oh. fucking people who think they're special. Charge everyone Quid. one pound. Yeah. And then make that a that's, pool, and then it's a community. That's probably thing. what they're gonna do. But the problem with that is like. 
I, I really think that will be the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of performers that will be like, oh, now you're, well, also, you're charging us for a competition that to we win. Don't, we're not going to yeah. win. No, no, they won't do that. Yeah, because they will. 100%. No, they won't 100%. So you know, that's already been brought up. I've seen uh, immediately, I saw some people tweeting about that. Like, people I respect were saying that exact same thing and outlining why that is, like, is pretty much just the, the worst move. Like, emotionally, it just because feels. Already, that, that, that whole group of, of different organizations that runs the festival already has a reputation justly deserved for being money grubbing little cunts. They take every fucking penny they can. It's, it's important to say that I'll be there August 2nd to 13th <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> it's important to say that we are bitter because none of us have been nominated for anything yeah. of that point I'm never doing it well, it's a waste of fucking money it's irrelevant I will I will have that opinion until I do well there and then I will flip on a dime okay yeah. so you'll never have yeah. that opinion changed <laughs> no, but it's probably true I, I feel like the the Liverpool and Belf or the Liverpool guys have been very vocal this year in particular yeah. about not doing it about not because well it. That makes sense. It's for not worth because their time. They they are fucking going from strength to strength. Everyone in Liverpool's in the, in, in the industry completely ignores yeah. them anyway. And like everyone, like for years now, it isn't. It just isn't very obvious. It's all but I industry. think it's what you. F yeah, exactly. I think it, I think it just depends what you. F so me and my friend are doing this year because we've got a quite a specific goal, to, and we're like, this is what it costs to invest to do it. We think we can achieve our goal by doing it. Yeah. Fine. Mm -hmm. I'm fine with that investment. Yeah. Um, you and uh, Ram, yeah, 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 because yeah, we're like we want to try and advertise British Indian, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's a lot of people. But that makes sense. It's it's a, it's a brand you want to. Yeah, and we've got and we've got an idea of how to market it and stuff, and we're like we're gonna give it a go. We'll see if we can two week, uh, ten days. Yeah, see if it, see if it helps. Smart. It's fine, but I think what I'm interested in because like we were joking earlier, but we all we all love Tad, and we all, we would all be stoked if Tad won that award especially if it wasn't running <laughs> <laughs> like he, he just gets the credit but not the financial gain yeah the best but that's what I was wondering I was wondering like what is the what happened so you win that what's the next like you, you get a little run short run at 21 Soho you yeah get a little spot on um, BBC Radio 4 with Miles Jupp hosting one of those shows or something yeah uh, you get a little uh, nice little four star review written begrudgingly by um, Chortle mm -hmm. um, maybe do a little bit and then the rest is up to you after that. It's yeah. kind of, I think it kind of dries up. That's kind of it. Yeah. Like, who was that? Uh, is it Rosie? Who was the Australian girl who won it a few years ago? Rosie, what's her face? Rosie, was it Matafeo? Rose Matafeo? Yeah. Yeah, she, she got a whole fucking TV series out of it. And where is she now? I don't know. I exactly, don't that's my her. point. But <laughs> I, I think she's doing all right. I think she's just she's doing way better than most of us. But what I'm saying is like it's not the it's well. not the career. She had, she had a whole TV series. I think it's getting the second series. It's not like she didn't get anything. Because uh, I, I think I understand it from an exposure. Because I but I understand it on that level. The way like going on I'm a Celebrity helps, or like going on the Circle helps. So I would okay. So I would preface that by saying I'd happily do. Well, as Jimmy Carr said the same thing. I'd happily do I'm a Celebrity or the Circle, on the way down. Right. Like when you're like. Done. Nothing else for me on the way down. I, unless the only way that can work is if you're like a, a Joel Domit or you're like you've got six pack abs and you're sexy and then that can, you could use that as a boost. But I think most people would you say that's a, so. so hey, well, I've been going back and forth on it in my mind because mm. I think I used to think I used to definitely think that. Yeah. But then I've been looking at a few. It doesn't matter who they are, but I'm looking at a few people who've like had some of these opportunities. Yeah. And I always think, okay, so when I'm I don't know if you're the same, Dave. When, I, when I'm promoting comedy on the farm, if I can put a recognizable credit next to somebody's face it just helps it helps sell the show it like so if i'm choosing between two comparable acts who are comparable in talent one and one of them's got a recognizable credit that my audience they got a picture would of like. them in front of that light configuration so it's very yeah recognizable. Uh, yeah i mean we've had like a bunch of people who are actually really good club comics but have done britain's got talent but they're really, you know, they're really good club comics. And but it's just having that on there. Just having that credit for that audience. Go like, oh, I recognize that show. I know what that is. Yeah. They must be, they must be good. fairly good. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I just wonder if, because what's really interesting is like TikTok and Instagram are great for like directly connecting with an audience and getting views. And all. It's really hard to put it on a poster. No one's really figured. Yeah, no one cares. Like you can't put like a million followers on TikTok. It doesn't. To, to, I don't know if you've, if you, I know your audience is pretty young. For, at City. Um, it's really young. It's really weird. You just pull that out. <laughs> yeah. So many 12 year olds. So many 12 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I didn't hear Sang. 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 I said it before you said 12 year olds. Sang. Sang. Oh, wow. I think you said it's it. It's a license venue. You have to be 18 <laughs> and over to get there. But Sang is Allegiant. actually too old to be acting that quickly. <laughs> 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 a couple years younger than me. A big boy. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean, though. Yeah. But I guess with the flip side is, though, I guess people might recognize them in terms of like, 
because I, I always notice that when Ali is on, uh, yeah. which isn't as much as it used to be, when Ali is on, there's a, there's a lot more uh, young ladies in the audience that right. do not understand anyone else on the bill. Yeah. To be honest, don't seem to understand him. Well, he, he makes a joke about that because he's like, he, he get, because his stuff is so accessible. Yeah. It's like he goes, he goes his audience of people are like normally like Spanish women who don't speak English, but like you're very funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can always spot them in the audience, like they're there for Ali, and you're not yeah, gonna get anything ones. out of them, but they're sweet ladies. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah, they'd be all right though. That audience comes directly from his TikTok or his Instagram straight to yes, him. 100%. Mm-hmm. If you had to put it on a poster, it's just tricky. I think for converting to an older audience, I think. Yeah, is is, is a bit tricky in to a way. An older though. audience, you're right. Yeah, yeah, which is kind of who buys a lot of tickets. Mm. So they got money. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying that. I mean, like, you know, somewhere between forty-five and fifty-five. I think I think it's, it's normal. It's f- quite funny because when you think about London gigs, you don't think of old people. You just think of young people going in. Because yeah. every gig in London is just full of young people, pretty yeah. much. But it's as soon as you get outside the M25, it's all old people. It's all old people. Yeah. Like comedy doesn't exist to young people outside because they've all come to London. I think. Yeah. Even at Up the Creek, it's it's a mix of uh, older people and younger people. Yeah, Up the Creek's on half and half, I think, isn't it? But for yeah. the most of, most of the time, it's all like whatever you do. Gigs... Greenwich is an expensive place to live, but there's also a lot of students around there. Yeah, so mm. like that that's sense. why you that get that sense. there. Yeah, it depends on just the area you're in. Like, I mean, if you're going to a lot of places outside of London, you're right. Like a lot of the younger people move in, and then those towns are yeah. basically full of people that had moved in and now moved back out or never left. Mm. Yeah, most of them are pretty old, you know. Because Manchester, Manchester is a similar thing as well. Or like Liverpool. If you do a gig in Manchester City Centre or Leeds City Centre, it have a similar thing. Yeah. But if you get it out of a big city. Any big city. Where yeah. anything where shit's happening. Yeah. And you're just like Durham. <laughs> <laughs> Durham of a Wednesday. Durham, you're just sort of like, <laughs> oh, it's only old people. Because no one who wants to make something of themselves is in that town. They've all gone to the big to a to a big city to try mm-hmm. and make it big. And it's normally the people who've either realize their dreams they've never realized their dreams they go back to the town and now they're just really sort of like bitter now they're like let's watch some fucking comedy yeah or maybe there are some people that were like you know fuck london oh yeah, <laughs> that as well yeah yeah but then but, they do, but fuck london but they don't typically go to like a tiny town it's like fuck london i'm gonna live in newcastle or fuck london i'm gonna live in liverpool yeah, fuck london, I'm gonna live in yeah manchester you still, still gotta go live somewhere cool you gotta hate yeah. big dogs that's it that's how it works I, I perform in tunbridge regularly and then there's like a mix of like younger it's great like um they there's like a mix of younger people who just like uh decided to like settle de- there like a lot yeah. of couples and then like uh a lot of, like a lot of like barely like yeah. old enough like kids and everything so sometimes it's you need to say barely legal teens there did <laughs> <laughs> right. no i'm not I, 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 listen I, I i don't i don't see age so it's, it's <laughs> that's not a good that's not progressive i don't think it's that's not, what you're supposed it's not going to stand up in court so i'm just saying as long as you're legal it's it's, it's great okay. but, um like yeah it, it's, it's always like, it's always like a, what this went from performing in Tunbridge. This went from you performing in Tunbridge to saying, as long as they're legal. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's you're just describing people moving to Tunbridge because of a cost of living crisis. They can't live. No, no, no. They, I, I think I think they they live there like all all, all their lives. And Gross. They decide to, okay. Uh, yeah. So it's, it's different dynamics. And also in Tunbridge as well as as well. Like I kind of see like uh, like a mix of that. So like I think it really depends. Is the takeaway? Is the takeaway? Just before we go, you, you watched Andrew Tate interview. Yeah. Oh, you said that as if like you watched Andrew. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched the interview. That he, so he's just been. He's just had a BBC, an interview with the BBC, hasn't he? Yeah. I haven't seen this. No. Tom shared it on the on the group. Yeah. And uh, because I, I I want this podcast, see, I, I watched it, Dave. So <laughs> and I was on time. So if you could just sort of step up, that'd be great. Uh, so much rage. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to. So. <laughs> Good. Don't be selfish. But yeah, no, very interesting uh, interviews. It, it was only 12 minutes, and yeah. then I didn't realize because obviously he's under house arrest, isn't he? Yeah. So now they've so they've they've released 12 minutes, which I watched on the BBC. Uh, which is quite interesting, and mm. then there's a full forty minutes which he recorded of the interview. So there's like a director's uncut version, which I'm gonna watch later. But yeah, fascinating. So yeah. What no. did he say that you agreed with the most? All of it. Yeah. All of it. <laughs> yeah. It was the uh, the most crazy stuff. No, just very interesting to see. And I thought, do you know what I found really interesting? Actually, is watching the do- documentary mm. because obviously the, the documentary they're going and they're going. You've 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 got these allegations up against you, mm. and you've said some shit like this. This is what you've said. How do you feel about that? And it's him just going. I didn't do any of that. Mm. But the one thing that was interesting because obviously it's framed to show what the society thinks of him as being bad. What I found really interesting is all the comments. 
were positive for him. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, this is like kind of Trump stuff. Yeah, it is. That's exactly what reminded me of the same they keep, thing. They keep trying yeah. to fight against these guys. You can't fight against I them. I think the more you sort of put him up and say he's a villain, yeah, yeah. the more people will go, he's a good guy. No, but also they don't really, like, they keep saying, oh, he's a piece of shit, he's a villain. They're like, yeah, they like that though. Dude, I was having this conversation with my brother on the train this morning about Ron, he, my brother asked me about Ron DeSantis versus yeah, and I, and I said the biggest mistake they're making from a communications perspective is they keep saying Ron DeSantis is like Trump but without all the baggage. Yeah, and I was like the baggage is what they like. The, the baggage is exciting. That's, that's what they vote. That's it's what, they, the what people like Jack don't understand. It's, yeah, do you know yeah. what it is though? You it's, see Jack's hero falling over. Oh people my god! Like, people, oh my god! It's, it's people like the Irish wild King cards. falling yeah. over. They like wild cards. They like the idea of people just sort of like because. Some of the shit that Andrew Tate said, it's basically most male WhatsApp group chats, unfortunately, or Xbox Live chats. You know some of the shit people say, mm. and you say the most disgusting stuff. That's kind yeah, my, of yeah. My group is. chat is fucking horrible. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's mostly just me and Lee, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, funniest thing happened with Lee last Actually, night. Actually, mine, mine and Lee's individual chat yeah, is way worse. There you go. <laughs> burn it, burn it There's certain ones that we just send to each other because they're like, I can't even bother to explain this to the yeah. other guys. <laughs> so, I don't you know. I'm going to embarrass Lee, but he's <laughs> wait. What, what did he do? What, that... So like, he we were doing. We just did both at a, uh, a set mode last night, and uh, Ben Henley was emceeing. It's not nice. oh, yeah, I, know, I know Ben a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah n- n- nice guy. And he Bri- was bringing Lee up and he just couldn't remember Lee's name. Oh, that would annoy me. <laughs> and they've met like oh, so many times oh, and he's staring at Lee. So and, all, and the people in that room were like, is this a bit? Is this like oh, these guys? Is it a double act? Yeah, so I ended up coming up as the unforgettable Lee Hudson. Lee oh. Lee had one of the most... Yeah. Uh, Wonderful man, shouts to Lee. Yeah. Lee Hudson's the man. He had one of the most incredible things at um, the Dong show. He said, I've only seen it on video. I wasn't there. He was doing the, doing the voice of God and um, George Wheeler had been up and he's got a moustache. Now oh, Louis, Louis Pollock had been up and he's got a moustache. And then this Arab girl went up and Lee went, oh my God, three comics in a row with moustache. <laughs> 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 There's a video of it somewhere. I think it's on YouTube because they've, they've filmed all of them but uh, it's worth, I, I can't oh, remember Lee. when you it would have been. Though, it's the... so fucking funny. because but, but people didn't laugh. People no, went, no. Oh. That's the best bit about it. It's like, oh. the, it's a couple of comics went, went like really laughed at it. Hattie, knew that she couldn't laugh at it so she was chastising him but the sound from the audience was the most beautiful one because it was it wasn't even like a oh it was like a genuine disgusted like oh for fuck's sake dude mm. do you know like, what the thing is though? genuinely just grossed out by it well what i would say is because I, I saw that i i had a slightly different reaction to that oh, and, and maybe maybe because it, it is Were you there? I'm, I'm asian no 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 um but maybe it's because maybe because i am sort of half asian I, I felt a bit different about it i felt like it would have been funnier if she actually did have a moustache, like she, but she didn't. She didn't actually have one. So I did. I just think it was. It was. I felt like it was a bit of a cheap shot. Yeah, of course, yeah, it's the cheapest of shots. But, I, but so I also mean. think, but, but actually, because the majority of women I know who've got moustaches are white girls, and it's normally they're growing out of protest for because fuck men, right? So like, <laughs> I, that was the funnier angle to me, like because in reality, Asian women are so conscious about having darker hair mm. and stuff. So when I saw that, I was like, ah! I didn't really find it that funny. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> I just found it funny because it's just such an unnecessarily mean thing to but do. But I, I would have been 100% on board if she actually had a moustache, then I would have gone in and be like, that is fucking funny. Factual inaccuracy is but the she, problem. That's the reason why I didn't like it. Because I just thought, it's it's a bit like, you know when you see like a, like an, a, an Asian comic go up and they, make, they talk about mm. struggling getting through airport security. I'm just a bit like, uh, okay, it's just mm. been done. Like, I'm not saying I'm against it. Fucking have your day. But I'm a bit like, that's like when you say Asian comic, I was just imagining Sang going up. No, I'm talking about yeah, have, have, airport. Airport. Both airports, <laughs> have a sexy beard. Asian in the British <laughs> sense, not Asian in the American Wait, you're sense. Part, you're part Asian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoa, okay. Yeah, in America, talk- they, don't, they don't say that for like a South, Southeast Asian, just Eastern Asians like known as Asian. Yeah, yeah. but we're in the UK, Sang, so <laughs> I think you're still wrong. <laughs> assimilate, please. That was my back to I was imagining Sang doing it, but I like that as a sort of confusion of yeah, no, I relate with Adam because, like, yeah, some some Eastern Asian comics go up there like, "Oh, you think I'm good at mass?" And I'm like, "Oh, mm. God." It's just, it's just, it's just been done, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's gross. I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm the last person to go. Oh, it's a stereotype. Fine, stereotype away. But I get, I, it's like hack. 
That's the thing. I was talking to these two Japanese guys in an audience. And I was <laughs> this like, sounds like how do you know they're Japanese? <laughs> Wait, how do you know? How do you know? All these Japanese? two Japanese guys in a Are bar. These two guys will get to a bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I am assuming, but I, I'm pretty hey! sure. Hey! Oh wow! Jeez, okay, okay, okay. go on. I'm pretty sure they were Japanese. Ooh! They were. <laughs> <laughs> that was sad. That wasn't me. Any listeners? That was sad. That was sad. Okay. I was like, what do you, what do you guys do? And, uh, and he went, he went, we're accountants. We work in Canary Wharf. And I was like, oh, do, do you like doing it? And he went, he went, yeah. And I was like, what do you like doing? It? What do you like about being an accountant? And he went, I love maths. And I just oh. went, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> no, but but that, that, so I, not, I think I that's funny. Knowledge that like that I know that that. Yeah, but that's different though. Yeah, but you that's in be a like... creative sense. That's in a creative like you're not going like if you were an Asian comic, it's such an easy route to go to. Mm. Like it, it, I think if you're a Caucasian, like hey, I look like you know I'm a racist. I think like, oh. I think the difference there is like because I I've done this as an MC. If I see someone who's Asian, I don't go, but you're a fucking doctor, right? But if some if I'm speaking to an Asian person, I go, what do you do? And they go, I'm a doctor, and they're Asian. And I'll go, but your parents are proud of you, mate. Yeah. Like that's and that's the funny yeah. thing of like it's it's related. So like that's the that's the new hundred percent. Yeah. I just knew that <laughs> I didn't I, I was I was like, I'm not confident enough in this yeah. audience liking me this early. It was really early in the show. This early in the show to make a reference about Asian guys nah, liking I'm with you. maps. I'm with you, 100%. I would have I would have played that, this very easily could have just been like, oh, and then just and then just play. invite me, I'll defend yeah. you. I'll, I'll be right it's there. Tom like, Owens, like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I did similar similar well, I don't know what we ain't got to end on this, but I had a similar ish thing. I was a guy in, the, in an audience recently, he was um, worked in IT, and he, they'd come to comedy on the first date, him, him and this girl. Oh, God. And I was like, I can tell you work in IT, pal, because you've outsourced the conversation there you for go. your date. Yeah. And then being, he was Indian. He went, he went, I'm Indian as well. Do that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, I can't, but thank you. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I had the same fear that like, the, no, see, I just, like, I lean into it, but then, you know, it's nice having a bit of a card in your pocket. So I can yeah. I, I had a good bit of business one time when it was, uh, <laughs> it, was a, it was a black guy in the audience that worked for, um, he was a political uh, journalist, and I was like, "Do you mind telling me what your political affiliation is?" He was drunk, and he just went Hitler really loudly. And I was, and I was like, "Ah, oh, shit, I can't say that." And then he was, he was like, "I can." I was like, "Yeah, I know you can at the moment, but this Kanye thing was going on." So I was like, "But I don't, I don't know if you can for that much longer." <laughs> and, then, and I was like, "What well, actually is it?" And then he went, he went Labour Party, and I was like, "Okay, so you were kind of right then." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fresh strong. off the business, baby. Very strong. Right, uh, we're going to have Jack back with us next week. Hopefully, he can defend his mate Joe Biden and his plans to get assassinated by gravity at, oh, so, yeah. at, at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Irish King took a tumble. The Irish King took what a tumble. What an embarrassment for the w- fucking Western world. <laughs> Old man Biden tripping <laughs> over himself. You see, it's on the video. They did that thing die, where he like points at the ground as if it's a problem, and all these like five star generals are like, "Oh yes, that's so, right." I, dust. I remember it was. I saw someone tweet this morning saying, like, on the video saying it. It, it feels like when you had a dog that's been alive a bit too long. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, he should have put it down by now. He's it's just sad for everyone. He's got to lose if he runs. Again. Yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely gonna lose. He can't run at all. So yeah. Oh, sang. You're better than that. You're, 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 you're doing Jesus so well. Sorry. Uh, I can't help right, boys, tell the people where they can find you. At Will Hit Comedy. <laughs> Follow Will Hit. Uh, Thomas Henry Comedy on all the platforms. Uh, you can find me online, Adam Kumas. And comedian, comedian Jack Esther. Yes. Comedian yeah, Jack Esther. Like yeah. He's comedian Jack Esther. He's got some videos that popped off, so he'll pop up. Yeah, he will. Comedian Jack Esther, you will find him on TikTok. There are some great videos of his on there. This has been another episode of Having the Crack. Cheers, lads. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. All righty.